Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. We're entering a new era of U.S.-China climate relations as Washington and Beijing are in the midst of installing new top climate diplomats. And so far in that transitional period, relations seem relatively stable overall. But any number of things could go south, threatening climate relations. And if that happens, California officials believe they're uniquely prepared to patch things up and say they've already laid the groundwork to do so. So today, we chat with Politico's Blanca Begert about how California is ready for a new U.S.-China climate era. It's Tuesday, February 6th. The U.S. and China are going through a moment of transition right now when it comes to collaboration on climate change. Last month, China's climate envoy, Xie Zhenhua, who's a titan of international climate diplomacy, formally announced his retirement. And the next day, the U.S. climate envoy, John Kerry, also announced that he'd be stepping down. These two had a friendship that went back decades. And though things have been rocky at times, their bond is part of why we've been able to see China and the U.S. make progress on climate collaboration, like the joint agreement signed last November to tackle methane. Xie is being replaced by Liu Jianmin, a longtime diplomat who has worked at the UN. And Kerry, we learned last week, will be replaced by President Biden's top energy advisor, John Podesta. So experts I spoke to had a positive sense about climate diplomacy continuing under these two new envoys, you know, carrying out the framework created by their predecessors. But of course, it is a moment of transition. And there is also an election looming, which could really impact China-U.S. relations. And so that's where California could really come in to play a role in an absence of federal leadership with their own partnerships with the Chinese government at the national and subnational levels. That's interesting. So how has California's governor, Gavin Newsom, and his staff kind of already started making inroads with China's new climate envoy, who you mentioned? And why does Newsom see his state's climate relationship with China as such a priority for him? Yeah, so California has its own climate partnerships with the Chinese national government and many Chinese provinces as well. These relationships go back many years, but they were really emerged in force after Trump pulled out of the Paris Agreement in 2017. And Jerry Brown, who was California's governor at the time, went to China to show kind of that no matter what was happening nationally, that California and other U.S. partners would continue to be stable collaborators on climate. So this has remained a priority for Gavin Newsom, who was just in China in October signing new agreements to work on everything from electric vehicles to offshore wind. And while he was there, he also met with Liu Jianmin, who at the time was already rumored to be Jia's successor as the new climate envoy. So then in November, the next month, Liu also was part of the delegation of Chinese officials that came to accompany President Xi to California for APEC. And while he was here, he met with the California Air Resources Board and EPA staff got a tour of the Port of Long Beach and the Air Board's laboratory in Riverside. So while Xie Zhenhua, his predecessor, is going to stay on as a co-chair of the China Climate Institute that Jerry Brown started at Berkeley, his successor is already forming ties with California officials. And then, you know, this is still a transitional period. So, I mean, what sort of challenges do you think lay ahead and how do California officials expect to navigate them, you know, as they go about trying to ease tensions between the two countries and kind of carrying on what 
carry in the previous climate envoy for China, you know, it already started on. Yeah. So California officials, you know, do work closely with the national government and support their collaboration with China on climate. Newsom's top climate advisor, for example, used to work with John Kerry and other State Department staff like Sue Binyaz, who will be continuing to work on climate diplomacy, you know, with John Podesta. Everyone I talked to seemed hopeful that the U.S.-China relationship is generally in a more stable period these past few months. And seemed hopeful about climate diplomacy continuing, but with the election looming, a potential Trump presidency could really change things at the national level. You know, he was just on on Fox News on Sunday praising Xi, but also saying that he would consider imposing a tariff upward of 60% on all Chinese imports, which obviously has implications for trade tensions. And when he was president, international climate diplomacy was something that he sought to undo. So former Governor Jerry Brown said that if relations do unravel, it would be California that would be carrying the torch with China on climate. Also, the Environmental Protection Agency says it's moving toward issuing its first draft permit for a project that involves using the world's oceans to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. EPA has been in talks for several months with the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution, which is a Massachusetts-based nonprofit. For context, marine carbon dioxide removal has attracted increasing attention from industry groups and government agencies as the world looks for ways to combat global warming. The Woods Hole organization is among several EPA has been working with on the issue. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Josh Siegel, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron, who is innovating to help responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities, which are some of the world's lowest carbon intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash meeting demand.